Camera is rolling. All right. And just to confirm, you don't mind uh, publishing publishing this to YouTube? No. That's Until fine. further notice, of course. If you don't like it, then I can always take it down. Um, and we're going now to the airport, right? Correct. Okay. So, Ted, um, what I just read in the news is that this army of I don't even know how to pronounce the name Posigin or something. The, the Wagner group the wa yeah the Wagner is group. marching to Moscow yes I heard that this morning too they're 300 this morning it was 500 miles right now in a live blog that I checked it's 300 miles they're away yeah and, and I heard they had blown up something a fuel depot or something this is huge it's 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 very huge this is scary um, in a way you're not like I mean Russia is is one of the the big powers of the world i mean yeah i think we have to be um no wait I, this I is internal this is this is as close to a civil war i don't know that i call it a civil war but it's it's about as close as you would get since the wagner group seems to be you know mili a military for hire yeah not, i don't think they're necessarily fighting to unseat Putin. As I understood, the argument was between the leader of the Wagner group the, right. and, and, a gen, and an army general or whatever they have in the Russian army and the fact that he wasn't being his concerns or, or his gripes were, weren't being addressed by Putin. I think that's when he said, okay, well, I'm going to make you be concerned about it. I'm going to come to, to Moscow and get your attention. I don't think he's, um, I don't know, you know, actually they were saying that when you listen to, to the leader of the Wagner group, uh -huh. that he speaks in terms of the troops and the welfare of the troops, and uh -huh. he's complained about the... Um, Not getting enough the, munition. The, right, and the treatment, like and yeah. just the, you know, the stupidity, uh, the stupid loss of life on missions or whatever it was. Right. And so he might, you know, get somewhat some traction with the, the people with the of Russian Russia. people yeah. uh, themselves yes. yeah I think so too and it could it could um, develop into something perhaps more serious than I mean it's already serious but Th this is a coup it, it could grow, it could it could grow to something yeah he's marching to Moscow yeah. Yeah. he's trying to grab power now yeah. imagine that he would win that is the scariest thing well, the moment, maybe, no? Right, I think, you know, that's the thing, is I think there there seems to be, you know, I, I can't say that I follow it very, very closely, but, no, me neither, but he seems to be well-trained, and his troops, I mean, his troops seem to be well-trained. Uh, have you seen his face? Have you seen pictures of the guy? He uh, looks like a mean right, fighting right, machine, right, kind of, right. I don't know, he just doesn't look friendly at all. That's right. And if he would succeed in toppling Putin out of power. I mean, Putin is maybe bad. I don't know, but I never met the guy. But you know, I, I don't like what he's doing, Putin, with like, yeah. you know, going into Ukraine and those those kind of things. But then that a guy like that of the Wagner Group, whose sole role is just to wage war. That's his. He's a he's a, an army general kind of right. Yeah, you got to, you know, you know scary. If, if he were successful on top of Putin, I don't know the, the concern is, of course, you never know what you're going to get. Right. He's a little bit of an unknown quantity. Uh, I mean, you certainly can't rule out that the CIA got to him. Oh, you think? <laughs> and, and oh. It. But, um, 
I mean, nobody said that, but you can't. You, you, you cannot rule out that they, you know, convinced him to, to, to do this. Now that you said that, I think that that's actually the most likely that he may get support under the table. Oh well, I think now from they, the U.S. If, if they weren't involved, I think the U.S. will is be now. probably talking <laughs> right? to him as quickly as they can, say we're here for you. You're. Um, Although, would they want him? That's the in that's power? the problem. Ooh. That's the thing. I don't know. You know, the other thing it wouldn't surprise me if Putin has his very best troops in Moscow already and didn't probably. send them to the front. I mean, Putin. I don't think um, was surprised that this could happen. You right. know, I think when he decided he'd do business with the Wagner Group, oh, he never he expected knew, this. He knew that. I think there's always the possibility that you know. The guy, you know, the, again, it's the, the the group with all the guns and the power, you know, the people that have the power. So if you get into bed with somebody like the Wagner Group, if things don't go well, you know, they're going to probably solve their differences through force and violence. So Putin, if he wasn't aware that this might happen at some point, uh, would not be that smart. I mean, you can't you can't kind of jump into bed with somebody like. The Wagner Group and not think it could happen someday. Well, because the, the Wagner Group used to be an ally of the Russians. Absolutely, hundred percent. Right? And, and probably the leader is a Russian, probably. But, but it's all about money, though, weird, right? It, right. It's an <laughs> army that you hire. It's an army for hire. What, what do you call an army like that? A, mer a mercenary group. Mercenary group. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. If things go sour, there's no allegiance, right? The Wagner, the leader of the Wagner group never had uh, an allegiance to Putin and the Russians. He was, he, he had his own allegiance, and I suspect it was tied to a purse string, right? The highest bidder kind of, I mean, I don't know. I, he oh, apparently yeah. was Russian, you know, he apparently only, his only client was Putin Russia, and the Russians. Right, right. But nevertheless, I mean, his allegiance was to the almighty dollar or the ruble or whatever exactly. they deal yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and actually, the mistake that Moscow made or Putin made is because they bombed him for some reason. I think the defense secretary of Russia decided to bomb the Wagner Group. That, at least, that's yeah. in the in in the news. I did hear that. Now that you say it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that, what do you expect's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I wouldn't expect them to just march to Moscow like that. Wow. Well, I don't I know. Mean, this you, is like if they're, gonna, if they're gonna if they think they can bomb you, why? Well, at any time. I mean, why? That that seems to be. I don't know. I that to me doesn't doesn't it's sound also, like a good idea. It's asking for more <laughs> trouble. And I think the the the, the air force of Russia is going to be, you know, super alert. And if you get yeah. too close within a certain range, I think they're going to bomb the hell out of you. Yeah, so that'll be interesting that the air support, air side of it, I don't know that the Wagner Group has. Now, maybe they have drones. I don't know. I, or I don't, just anti-aircraft missiles kind of stuff? Possibly. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that would be big news, right? Shoot a, shoot a Russian asset down, a helicopter, you know, or, or a jet. That right. would be huge news. Right. Oh, this is, this is just like... Wow, made me sit up straight in bed when I, you know, you, I always wake up, grab my phone, read some news, and usually you yawn a couple of times, like it's always blah de blah, and then, but this time I was sitting up straight in bed. Yeah. I was like, what? What the f is happening? Excuse my language. No, no worries. But uh, yeah, this is. Um, if nothing else, it certainly is a distraction to 
whatever he's doing in Ukraine at the moment. I yeah, think. that's for sure. Which and is a good thing, maybe. Yeah, I, I you think, know, I think. Less power against the Ukraine. I think that, uh, you know, they've done a lot of damage to Ukraine, at least from the pictures. Oh. You know, they've yeah. senselessly destroyed a lot of infrastructure. Yeah. If at a minimum you could get that to stop, I think it yeah. would be good for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. It also made me think that, thank God I'm living in the United States of America. Something like that could never happen here. I never say never. Yeah, there are some I, I, extremist groups in the U.S. Yeah, but I don't see them. What basically? Well, I don't think they would do. I don't no. think they would march to. Because I think they to Washington to Washington because they would um, unless like Washington would like take everybody's guns away. If, if Washington would <laughs> make a new law, you have to hand in your guns, no more guns for nobody, kind of thing. In the U.S., that would cause a revolt. Yeah, I I think it would develop differently though. I think that I could be wrong, but I mean because the the army and and all the law enforcement that we have in this country is pretty stable. Yeah. And the oath of office still means something to um, the people that serve. Yeah, exactly. And so I don't know uh, that they would do a march, but I think you would have a lot of confrontation at the at the local level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or you would see people not complying, and, and there be violence between you know local law enforcement then state and then maybe the national guard for the state uh -huh. um, and maybe it would develop into something but i don't think that the the extremist group within this country are um have enough discipline i mean they certainly have a lot of weapons but not really in the scheme of things what our government and our state and local law enforcement i used to be yeah. a police officer I, oh really so i i mean they're well armed and they have access to a lot of things so yeah um so i think it would be a losing proposition if groups of people decided they were going to march i mean all you have to do is look at january 6th and see all the technology yeah that was utilized to find people all over oh, yeah. this country oh yeah right people that some people thousands of people have been uh going to court and right being uh, put to justice and they yeah. caught them through I suspect, you know, through all the tech that NSA has, facial ah. recognition, yep. cell phone yep. data. Yep. Um, so... Yeah, and everybody, any person that you arrest, that phone becomes a source of information as well. Uh, yeah, 100%. For sure. Yeah. And then, uh, you know... Which is, uh, which is a good thing. I think uh, you do need stability, but you also need uh, happy people. Look, uh, yeah. as long as the people are happy, they have work, well, don't they can make a living, then, uh, you know. Don't forget the fact, a lot of people forget the foundation that this country is, is that the people are are the, are the rulers. Yeah, it's we the people. So, right, yeah. we allow, we consent to be governed Right. by a lawful government right. at all levels but certainly at the most of the time what we're talking about is the federal level because that is the most oppressive government right at the moment right and um so it's it's not i mean certainly happiness is the is as soon as you get an unhappy populace you you do start run, running the, the, the risk 
of delegitimizing your government, but it's really a far more technical thing. It's really whether the government is abiding by the Constitution. And you know, if the, if the government is violating our civil rights, whether you're happy about it or not, that's an, that's illegitimate. It's illegal. Right. Well, what needs to be possible is that you can go to court against the government, right? You should be able to, uh, if, if the government does illegal stuff, that you are able to, yeah, go to court. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I, I would say we're in a time period right now where the government is... See, there's, there's, it's, it's not really that easy to allege and win against the federal government on some aspect of a violation of your civil rights. Right. I mean, it, we're kind, you know, the problem is right now we're we're at a point where I think that people are saying, well, this is a political issue, a political issue. We just got to vote people out. I'm like, well, how many illegal acts need to occur? before it's no longer political, right. right? I mean, and and there's, I don't know of a real remedy in between voting and, I mean, I, well, I do know what's supposed to happen. I mean, you know, the Congress is, that's the problem, I think, in my opinion, in this country, is that the, is the branches of government are, are abandoning their, their roles. When you have a president that oversteps his authority or does something wrong, Right. I mean, if you if you really believe Joe Biden took money as the vice president and mm -hmm. and is now making foreign policy decisions based on that, and it's truly a bribe. I mean, the Constitution is very express, very specific. Mm -hmm. Bribery is an enumerated crime that, if committed, shall result in the impeachment of right. the executive. Right. So the the Congress ought to go through the exercise of doing. It. That's their job. I yeah. mean, they're. Yeah. One of their primary jobs is, okay, we think he did it, okay, charge articles of impeachment, and you have a trial in the Senate. Right. And instead, what they say is, well, we'll never win, we're not empowered. That's not the barometer. Oh, I got That's you. not yeah. the barometer. The barometer, your job is to try the case, uh -huh. present the facts. You Even maybe, if you think you're going to lose, you still you have to do it. That's right. And then, your the job. People, then the people become aware of what the allegation yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I understand that the vote is going to be on political lines, but the process still needs to... Because if it doesn't happen, yeah. then what happens is I, somebody like me sits there and says, well, okay, so there's no remedy to this. And, and if there's no remedy, the next president that comes along, we're, we're setting precedent right. in, in, in this. Right. That's a good um, point, yeah. So if the government doesn't work according to the way it's supposed to, then you start people losing faith. And, I, and, and so I, I think there's a lot of examples of the government not operating correctly. And I think, unfortunately, it's it's also infected the judicial branch, which was, for a long period of time, kind of above it. But I don't think you can say and that so that, that, that is funny, because the judicial branch, the Supreme Court, is still a political thing. It has so many Democrats and so many Republicans. Well, there... That's, right. See, that's the problem. That, that's really not supposed to be the way you look at it. I mean, who, in theory, you're not supposed to know their political affiliation. Right. I mean, what you know is that a, a Republican or a Democrat appointed them. Right. And that a Republican or Democrat Senate confirmed them. Right. 
but you're not really well, supposed always to talk about them as so many of course, and, so that, many and that's detrimental. That's that actually it undermines is. the judicial branch. Yeah, it is. Um, Shouldn't be like that. They should be neutral politically, but well, above the government as final rulers. They should, um, but they 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 rule to party lines and. Um, then it becomes yeah. tricky because then when you want to go to court against the government, the final ruler is a political institution as well. Yeah, I don't think you can escape that though. I mean, if they ran for office, they'd be, they'd be even more political. I think the way, I do think on some some level, you cure that with term limits. They, they, they sit for, for life. That's oh. probably problematic. That as well, but maybe you should just prohibit judges to vote. If you become a judge, you can no longer vote, or you can only vote anonymously. Yeah, but you're still, you're going to still, you'll still walk away believing their political affiliation based on their ruling. Yeah, because, because the yeah, media yeah, yeah, won't, course, the media yeah. won't let you decide that any other way. No. Yeah, you're yeah, right. These are interesting. Um, Thought ex experiments. No, they're, they're interesting things to talk about, though, because it does make you realize that every system, no matter what system, has its flaws, and basically that's what we're here for—to fix those flaws, talk about it, bring it to the open, and try to yeah. better it, right? Yes. And so, but that, that's very interesting. You were a police officer. Is that where? Uh, I was actually a police officer in a variety of different ways. I. Oh. Okay. Um, How was that? I was, uh, I started in New Orleans. Okay. As, as what kind of police officer? As a uniform police officer. All right. And then I went to, actually I was a United States Capitol police officer. So I served up on the, up on the, uh, in the, on, in the Congress as one of their police officers. And oh, then, yeah. okay. that was before 9-11. And then, uh, I actually was a federal agent with, uh, the Customs Service before, when it was still the Customs Service under the Treasury Department. Now it's, what is it, CPB under uh, Homeland Security. But it's okay. um, And then I was went from there to being a local police officer in the county that I live in, Fairfax County, Virginia. Uh -huh. And then I went to law school at night, became a lawyer. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, oh, yeah. prosecuted for a while, and then I, I defended people for a number of years, too. So I've kind of done... Like a pro bono prosecutor, or how, how does that work? Or well, the bono? prosecutor is is uh, again somewhat of a political position at the local level. You work for somebody who runs for office, and then you prosecute cases for the state. Okay. And then when I left there and defended people, I went into private practice. I did it for money. Private practice. Yeah. Okay. As well. And what do you do now? <laughs> I uh, I stopped practicing basically when COVID came to town. Uh, and kind of closed down everything and um, now I do now I run the operations side of a of a um, of a website that I mean you know e-commerce stuff all right yeah wow you sure have been uh, all over the place uh, in a little yeah I'm hoping I'm gonna figure out what I want to be for my before I get too much older what do you want to be? I don't, I don't know if I do that. I'd probably be doing it. You probably want to be a little bit of everything. I guess. Often also in life what happens is that when you have many things in the past, they some sort of seem to come together in the next thing. 
you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, like I had several hobbies and then they get combined into the next job that involves items from those hobbies. Right. Kind of thing. And, and, and I, I definitely see a red line with your being a police officer, yeah. different positions and then also going into law. And so that is a clear red line. It's just that the e-commerce website is a little off. Yeah. Maybe very lucrative for you. I don't know. That's great. Well, it's um, but I it's may, an interesting thing as well. I may have gone the other direction. Like I, those were my professions, and then mm. the e-commerce thing is kind of one of my hobbies. I mean, I, okay. It, it's so in the firearms it. area. And I oh, okay. To be a, an avid kind of. I, I kind of. Oh, there's the red line again. <laughs> I kind of like the Second Amendment quite a lot. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So that there's the red line again. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got a little bit, I got a, a little dismayed with kind of the judicial system. I, yeah, I, I, thought, yeah. I just didn't think it was kind of operating correctly, and I just couldn't really participate any longer. So, oh, really? Yeah. So, you, morally, you felt like, I took the oath, but I feel like I cannot defend this body. Yeah, I just, uh, uh, right, always. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say it wasn't a moral dilemma, but it, mm. it, the system didn't operate. I thought, in my mind, the way it should. I don't know my 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 image of justice. Uh, I don't think. No, I'm not saying mine's the right one, but I, I just didn't think. Did uh, it this was is working. A, a scary uh, uh, question? But uh, did 9/11 uh, stir anything with you or not? Um, what do you mean in what, what way? So, there's still a lot of questions open about 9-11 in my mind. Things that don't add up, that were never well investigated, and that the government seems to want to shuffle under the carpet. And as soon as the government wants to do that, it, I get all sorts of like sure. raising my, wing, my, my eyebrows and right. I go like, wait, it's your role to investigate. Why are we not getting answers? Why are you uh, shrugging certain right. things off? Now, I don't want to go into too much details on YouTube, but I don't want this video getting canceled either. Right. But 9-11 sort of opened my eyes that a lot of what the government does is it's all it's not just straight justice it is like there's things happening behind the scenes that were, they're not telling us which is also also makes sense in in a lot of ways but not with, with 9-11 i mean i understand that the government needs the cia fbi and all of this secret stuff but 9-11 just you know left too many questions in my mind I mean, I think that's a that's a that's a fair statement. I I I think that you know the government's its own worst enemy. Sometimes it, it yep. classifies a lot of information and never declassifies it ever. Right. And then you know it leaks out, and you're like, well, why would this be classified? Right. And, and the only answer you can come up with, well, is because it made the government look bad. Right. Let me let me give you another example. All right, JFK. Right. J yeah. JFK right. is just like that is another example that is like somebody gets shot with the magic bullet theory. Well, not even somebody. I mean, you know, right. the president, president of the United States. So we all have shot. an interest in that. Everybody, right? Right. And here comes the magic bullet theory. Now, 
So the government is presenting this theory, and if you are like you, a police officer or whatever, you, you've shot bullets, you know how bullets travel, you know that that is a bullshit story. Now, I learned that through a movie. Yeah. He comes Kevin Costner and he makes a movie about this. Right. And that opened my eyes. Like, what? Well, the only Back thing the, the only thing I would I say, the only, the only thing I would caution you about is huh. uh, I would uh, I would caution you when when your source is Hollywood. I agree. That I just I would just caution you that there's a bias coming from, there's a bias that comes from Hollywood too. I agree. But again, to your point, though, the reality of the situation is there's no that that but, but all that, that, that stuff was supposed to be declassified, and they continue right. to classify, it of course, or not release it. Right, I should say that's a problem. Yeah, it so, is, and it's still in my mind that's a bullshit story unless it's proven uh, otherwise. Well, and I think that um, yeah, I mean, I think the government has uh, a responsibility to do that, and and yeah. like I said, the, the longer and, they. Do, see, if you don't follow your own rules, right? I mean, they right. say it should have been declassified and then they don't release the information. Right. And if you make the rules and then you don't follow your own rules, yeah. you're going to lose credibility. Right. And then people right away think hey, there's something fishy uh, happening uh, here. And that's going to be worse. Yeah. Th that's going to be worse than, than the something. truth of whatever is in the document. Yeah, but the, you know, at, people at can point, get over yeah. what you know. If our government did something terrible, or whatever, mm -hmm. people are going to get over that. Mm -hmm. But when you sow the the seed of, of distrust and you know how you feel about it, yeah, there's a point where you can't you can't like bring people back from that. Yeah. That's the problem. Is if once you get somebody saying, "Well, I don't believe what you're saying," yeah. and if you do repeatedly and you know you get to the point where well, I'm never gonna believe what you say yeah and and it's a lot harder to come back than from that than to say okay look this is what happened and you know the government made a bad decision um, and it, it is what it is well, most most people are gonna say okay well we need to put some kind of check in place so you don't do it again um, yeah, you can improve the system right. so that it doesn't happen again, and then trust is restored. And that but goes back to the whole thing what I was saying: doing your job, right? That's the job of the of the of the Congress, right? Yeah. When the executive branch goes goes off and does something like Iran Contra, or if you believe the CIA was involved in the killing of Kennedy, that's what Congress's role is. Their role is oversight of the the executive branch is, yeah. you know, the branch with all the guns and the enforcement yeah. and all that. When they do something illegal, then that's when the Congress is supposed to legislate and cure the problem. Mm -hmm. But if you never hold anybody responsible because everything classified, then you never get that, right? And you never cure the problem. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I, the government, I don't, is not, it, in my mind, it's not operating correctly. You know, when they, when the Republicans and the Democrats talk about uh, bipartisanship, bipartisan, they, that their version of that is, well, you, you, you vote for my bill, and I'm going to vote for your bill, and we'll spend all sorts of money, and we'll both be happy. That's not what the people of the United States need. No, you need our government is supposed to be confrontational. That doesn't mean you got to be ugly to one another. But the Republicans are supposed to, you know, insist that the Democrats. You know, explain why their legislation is good, and and vice versa. The Democrats say, "Why is your legislation? Why should it be passed?" And then bipartisanship is reaching, you know, the agreement. Okay, well, 
we don't think everything you're saying is so we're going to cut that out well we can all agree on the core the core need that's bipartisanship it right. isn't uh, let me vote for your bill and i'll vote for your bill right yeah good point but isn't that also happening a lot in politics though that they do negotiate uh bills to be the yeah the demeanor of both uh parties well i think i mean you got you need to be able to talk to one another. You and I are talking to one another. I don't know what your politics are. Yeah, yeah. That's, I don't think that's you necessarily know what yeah, mine yeah. are. I see what you mean. But you yeah. got to be able to have the conversation, right? Yeah, yeah. I recognize that I'm, you know, I'm capable of saying, I, you know, my beliefs are not necessarily the right beliefs. They're my beliefs, and I'm not likely to surrender them unless you convince me that my belief is is founded on a faulty logic or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and yeah. and. What's necessary for you and I to communicate with one another is a willingness or an ability to say, okay, well, I believe strongly in this, but I'm always willing to reassess my position. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, and yeah, I have to be able to. Yeah. Be, I have to be able to think about it. Yeah, and, it's rather polarized in the yeah. in, in the U.S. But we have to remember that we're all Americans. Well, you know, that's well, true. I'm not, but we all we, we are. Uh, we all have to. If you well, if you're here and. and uh, let me say, I'll, I'll be politically incorrect. If you're lawfully here and enjoying the United States, then you have as much, uh, you know, to lose as the rest of us, right? I mean, that, yes, but I'm not not able to vote though. Well, but after five years, then I can nationalize and yeah, get that right. Well, and, my and wife that, nationalized, so. Oh, really? Where's yeah. she from? She's she's German. By oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've, I've got Monica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See. I had such a wonderful conversation with her. Yeah. Her video is up on uh, online, by the way. Is, is it? it? Yeah. All right, I will check it we'll out. Check it out. Yours will be in a few days. Right. I still have another video or two, and then yours as well. This is so fun, though. I have both husband and wife, yeah. both on a video. Um, yeah, just coincidental uh, like that. And uh, I had a wonderful conversation with uh, Monica. Um, Good. About her parents, uh, her grandparents. Yeah. Also about uh, artificial intelligence. We yeah. talked a lot about uh, that. And and now with you as well. This was uh, a wonderful conversation at that. And uh, I can only imagine uh, <laughs> where you guys are sitting uh, at the dinner table together because <laughs> both of you are very outspoken and w well. How do you say that? Um, you both of you talk very well thank you you know i don't know how you say that you're just both very good communicators so to speak and um yeah i can imagine that you guys sometimes uh, yeah no we 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 don't agree on everything we sure we agree on a lot of things but we each sure. have our own things and sometimes we walk away from the dinner table agreeing that we don't agree <laughs> sure 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 yeah oh that's part of it right yeah Right, that's exactly yeah. right. Oh, uh, which airline? American? American, yeah. So when are you going to be back? I don't know. I have to think about it, but I definitely will. Um... So picking you up from Fort Myers, chances that I can do that is uh, smaller. Slim. Okay. Because to me, this is financially good because uh, I bring you and then I drive to Fort Myers. Okay. Picking you up, and back because Naples right now because it's uh, down season it's off season um, there's not a lot to do in uh, Naples okay. so that's a bad ride for me no worries uh, unless I can first get a ride to Naples but uh, 
we'll we'll work it out. Just yeah, if you right. want the ride, then let me know, and I'll see if I Maybe can make it. Maybe I'll just let you know when I'm coming, and then yep. um, and if you happen to be here the day I arrive, and then so be it. Great, and not, if not, that's fine too. Yeah. Okay. Great. But I definitely uh, enjoyed uh, our discussion yeah. and uh, talk. Yeah. Plus a lot more questions for next time. Yeah, that uh, works. That uh, works that'll too. be for next time. All right, here we go.